You're listening to the IMT Show with Mike Sims. Now here is your host. Uh, well, today on the IMT Show, I have uh, my sister-in-law, Laura Neal, whose pen name is L.L. Neal, and she's the author of a number of books, and we're going to discuss those. And thank you for being on the show, Laura. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. The um, I understand you, uh, you write uh, some comedy books and a Regents freelance books. Uh, yes. So you go into that a little bit on the on your Regency romances. I think that's the first one you started out with, right? Yes, I started out writing the Tumbling Green series, which is in Regency England. So it's a British style books. Excuse me. They're they're British style books, is what Regency are, right? Yes, they were written in the Regency period of England, which is when uh, Prinny or the prince was regent. He was not considered king yet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, and these are these are romance books. Or are they thrillers or? Romance. Romance. And, romances. Uh, is it a series? Yes. And what? Uh, how many books have you uh, have you done so far on them? Let's see. In that series, I have one, two, three, four, five. Five are published. One I'm editing right now, so six total. Wow. Well, you've been busy. <laughs> oh, that's not all of what I've been writing either. Okay. Then I have my trailer park series, which technically I have seven books in it right now, and I haven't finished writing one, and two are actually published. Oh, wow. And then I'm also doing a Victorian murder mystery series. Nice. Mm-hmm. So in the um, in your trailer park books, I imagine that there's um, in the the area that we live in, there's probably plenty of material to work with. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I tell everybody in the lawn chair, you can see some stuff in this neighborhood. So what's uh what's the premise in your uh, your trailer park books? Basically, you're taking men who you would not most women would not consider attractive and there's something unique about them that the ladies realize that you know he might not be the richest he might not be the best looking but he's got some weird quirk that just attracts them in droves i see and the uh, what was the name of the first one Lust and Disgust. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting Lust title. title. So After I guess we... I'm hmm? sorry, go ahead. My husband is the one who came up with that title after reading the book. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It sounds like he's got a good title there. <laughs> I take it he, uh, he participates quite a bit in your, uh, in your publishing and in your books. He's actually my publisher. That's very good. I know he uh, he's an avid reader and uh, very knowledgeable in books. So I think you, you have a really good person in your corner there. Yes, I do. 
I'm actually trying him, trying to get him to finish a book that he has written. He's a plot. It just drives me crazy because I'm a pantser. Mm -hmm. And I just write by the seat of my pants, whereas he's over here plotting. And I'm just like, how do you do that? And he's like, well, I don't understand how you do that. So. Yeah, and that's definitely an issue of uh, the difference. And I notice some writers, some are outliners and, and some are uh, like me. I, I write as if it's a movie going off in my head and I just dictating. So interesting. It's uh, everybody to their own and whatever yeah. gets up there. <laughs> Mine pop up at 3 a.m. in the morning and I'm just like, I got to go write. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, my mine hits in like daydreams and stuff, and I'm I'm like, okay, I, I got to put that down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what's the uh, what's the, the future of your uh, your trailer park books, and what what are we looking forward to in them? Well, I have more coming. Like I said, I I just have to edit them, and I absolutely hate editing. And apparently, my work with commas is horrible. My husband is over here going, no, you can't have a comma there. Why not? (laughs) My trailer park books are going to keep evolving. And I don't know how many are going to be in the series because there are so many interesting men out there and just different types of men out there. And for some reason, well, I know why I started writing them. I started writing them because they're so much fun to write because they're the unlikeliest people who find romance together. So give us a give us a little bit of hint about some of your characters, what they're like. Oh my! <laughs> okay, one of my favorite characters in this series of books is Bobby Ray, and this guy is the playboy of this one small town, the Glistening Pines. Well, Glistening Pines, Texas, and he, if he can, he hits on every single woman in the local Walmart, and he does not take no for an answer and you find out in the books exactly how many women he has been with when basically everybody gets the same sexually transmitted disease that he has all right (laughs) and they're all pissed Mm. (laughs) yes but his character is based on men who have hit on me in the grocery store so like I say, you've got uh, material to work with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you hit on me, you're fair game. You're going in a book. And, and that seems to be the, the danger of, work, of being around authors is that you might end up in their book somehow. Yes. It's like you're fair game, buddy. I'm married. Leave me alone. But you keep persisting. You're going to become a character in a book. <laughs> That's probably why uh, Arthur's and their, their families and friends buy their books immediately just to see if they're in there somewhere. It's like, oh, good Lord, what'd she write now about me? <laughs> Don't worry, y'all aren't in here yet, people. Yet. So is it, so the whole series is based on Glistening Pines, is this, this trailer park? Glistening, there's, Glistening Pines, Texas is a small town in i would say southeast texas but the funny thing about the town is there are no pine trees okay yeah i don't either and 
it's just the things that they do and you know like the old ladies gossiping in the dairy department of the walmart so if you want to learn anything you go to the dairy department and i learned this growing up as a kid when i'd go see my second oldest sister sure enough the old ladies would be in the stanleys in the dairy department gossiping that's how you found out everything about anybody the dairy department put that in my books so that's kind of like the the nail salon of other places yeah for that yeah. small town it was dairy department <laughs> <laughs> kid you not buy the milk so and i love to people watch because people do some quirky stuff hmm. like what do they do oh gosh um let's see if you just sit and watch them it you know, just their mannerisms, um, what they try to tell their wives, and the wife is not really listening. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, <sighs> so, you know, just different things like that. Um, when they think nobody's watching them, you know, they do really strange things. Right. Yeah. I just sit there and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, you got, mm -hmm, yeah, you go. <laughs> so. Wow. So that, that sounds like that's going to be a, uh, if it is already a very, very popular series. Because that's. So, uh, nobody's really reading it. And I, I don't it, understand. It, it just it probably it hadn't found its audience yet. But, you know, you look at like, uh, you know, Jeff Foxworthy and people like that that do uh, redneck jokes. These are the most mm -hmm. successful comedians out there there's a huge market for this kind of stuff so yeah it just you just got to find them and and they'll find you but um soon. oh yeah yeah but you're doing all kinds of different genres and that'll help cross-pollinate a lot of your stuff so that's i think you're doing a lot of things that are right so it's uh what what motivated you to get into into writing well, let's see. And I could write really nice English papers in high school. Then in college, I took a creative writing class. And then I didn't write for 30 years. And then one day, my sister, your wife, says, you know, you could always write. Why don't you try writing again? And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll try. And since I've been reading Regency romances like age 13, and I'm now 50. So, you know, I noticed one thing. The characters for several different authors were running together. And I'm like, wait a minute, hmm. you know, this is getting boring. Right. So I said, okay, I'm going to try this. So the first sentence is the hardest sentence of every book. Absolutely. You start that first sentence and it just opens up a world of possibilities. And after you get that first sentence down, you're just like, oh my God, I can do this. Yeah. So exactly. And I started writing, and apparently my characters are quirky. And one of my reviewers actually said it was like, Mel Brooks writes Downton Abbey. And I started laughing because growing up watching Blazing Saddles, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yes. And, and, and these times, it's not acceptable, but you know, hey. Right. You have to look past that because of who wrote the comedy, Richard Pryor. That he did. 
it's yeah, so um, having grown up, you know, watching this stuff is hilarious, and apparently that kind of worked in. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, you've had a lot of a lot of reading experience, and and it brought uh, and you brought some interesting characters, which is what people love is is they follow characters more than anything. Mm-hmm. Well, mine are quirky. <laughs> Like in the the um, Tumbling Green series, the Papa, he actually vets his daughter's future husband with his famous bottle of brandy. Hmm. This stuff is so strong that only he and a few people can drink it. <laughs> so they right. make that if they can drink the brandy, which most of them can't, but a few can. So. And trying to write a drunkard scene is absolutely fun because, you know, just the it's involved. Right. Mm-hmm. Like hitting the floor, trying to talk to you, or trying to talk to his uh, father, future father-in-law, like rah, 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 pretty much. Hmm. So you find that you have the the whole story thought out, but you're you're, you're when you write the book, it's like only a section of of everything that you thought out oh no writing by the seat of my pants i don't know what's going to happen until i write it exactly i'm familiar with that yeah so at one of my books i actually got so involved writing it that i started crying in the middle of it because i felt so bad for my character Right. And my husband came down. He's like, "Why are you crying?" But she's going through so much right now. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> He's just looking at me like, "Are you nuts?" <laughs> and I, I think that's important because you know it, it seems like readers pick up on the emotion of the writer, you know, because they're in the mind of the writer. Mm-hmm. I think it translates on the page pretty well. So, but like in my glistening. Pine series. I'm having so much fun with it because I'm just thinking about all these jerks who have hit on me in the grocery store <laughs> and other places. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to get yours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you well, get a, this. <laughs> well, they get immortalized. They're characters. Yes. You know, well, my favorite line from the rednecks is, I don't care if he don't care when you tell him you're married. I'm like, really? Like, all righty like, then like you. Huh? all right <laughs> you know why do you tell somebody like that i don't care if he don't care and i'm like get away from me you freak <laughs> i'm kind of curious on the uh, like on your your regency since you're writing about a, a different culture i know that when i've written in books and uh based in a different culture it it kind of scares me uh getting their culture and every and their their personalities right and everything so and the litmus test is when you have people in that actually in that culture respond back to you have you gotten uh, good responses from people from from uh, britain no i nobody's told me anything about it yeah you got any reviews or anything that uh i don't read my reviews um, my husband reads them for me (laughs) (laughs) they uh yeah they can be scary well my point is i'm writing this for me and i'm sharing it with the world 
Right. And if you want to review it, great. And if you don't, I can understand why you don't, because, you know, I read plenty of books and most of the time I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to review it. So, right. But that's one thing independent authors need like me. I need plenty of reviews and I'm not getting them. So it, it just takes time. But, yeah. you know, and and everybody gets bad reviews. Um, you know, every classic book ever made has gotten horrible reviews at the beginning, but then they become classics and everybody loves them. So reviews yeah, don't well, mean everything. One person, one person said I wrote like a seventh grader and I'm just like, well, if you think it's so easy, why don't you try writing? Right. Yeah. So it, I had not written in 30 years. Yeah. So I was having to relearn a bunch of stuff. Right. So like my first book was kind of choppy and then it's gotten better as I've written more books. Oh yeah. And it does get better. I mean, it's, I'm not classically trained myself. I mean, it's my editors, you know, they probably uh, hate me at times, but uh, you know, it's okay. It, It all works out. There's an audience for everybody. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, marmalade my editor she's brit well she's actually scottish and she's like well you know marmalade involves oranges and i'm like yeah okay yeah yeah i see that and she's like it needs to be strawberry jam not strawberry marmalade oh okay i'll fix this so and that's one of the things that drives her nuts because she's like what is it with you and i'm like okay yeah. chill out we can work with this okay i'll fix this so and that's, yeah and that's the job of editors i've my foreign uh uh my translators in my books they've often uh, have to take out the americanisms in the book or put footnotes so that people in other countries understand what i'm talking about mm-hmm. so that that's that's normal so but what's interesting is my first editor was american she never caught any of this yeah. It got the Scottish editor to catch it. And she's like, no, 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 no. This should be jam, not marmalade. I'm like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it, makes, it makes a difference. Yes, it does. So what's the, uh, what's on the, on the, you said you're working on Victorian. So what's that going to be, uh, be about? It's a murder mystery. Which should be interesting. Hmm. So, so, going to be a drama type series, or yeah, uh, who done it? Um, my character, one of my characters gets murdered, and we're trying to have a romance, solve the murder mystery, figure out who did it. I know who did it. Have not introduced the character yet, so I'm working on it. And I'm also writing a another Glistening Pines novel right now while I'm doing this. And then I'm trying to edit the last book of the Tumbling Green series, hmm. which I hate editing. It just... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. But... Um... Uh, it sounds like you got a lot going on and, and got a lot of books uh, out there pretty quickly. I just can't believe how much just came pouring out. Just, I guess, after 30 years, 
I was just like this need to write and it just started pouring out of me and I just couldn't believe how many I was just boom 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 writing yeah well, so that's outstanding thank you I try oh that sounds like you're doing a great job and right now I can't type because I have a pulled tendon in my left wrist so I've been quilting oh, okay so one move from one uh, talent to another well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people are great at quilting, and I, oh, that's so easy. I'm like, you lie. <laughs> so, well, I'm a self-taught sewer. I cannot make clothes. I, your wife can make clothes, although she's bad at pockets. Don't tell her I said that. And <laughs> I just cannot make follow a pattern and make clothes, but I can quilt. So, cool. if you figure that one out, that's why I'm known as the crafting romance writer, because I can knit, I can crochet, I can paint yarns, which I did for a while as a job, and then I also spin, weave, so, and the quilting. Cool. Yeah. Well, is it the one makes uh, makes you better at the other one? Yes. So, so is there uh, anything that you'd like to let us know and tell us? Well, the new book coming out, hopefully in 2021, the name of it is This English Rose Has Thorns. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the last book of the Tumbling Green series. Interesting. And then I'm hoping... I can get it edited, which I'm supposed to be doing it now, but like I said, editing. So I need to work on that. Hopefully I'll get it published for next year. I'm hoping to introduce the new murder mystery series next year as well. Fantastic. So I will see how that goes. Well, let's, uh, do you have a, and you have an Amazon uh, author page or uh an author yes, page? I do. yes, L.L. Neal is my author page on Amazon. Okay. So if you click on one of my books, it'll take you to it. I also have a Facebook page, L.L. Neal. So well, we'll, we'll provide links as well on the uh, YouTube video and portion of it. I'm and, also on Instagram, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Well, I appreciate you coming on here and let me uh, interview and, and sharing with us everything that you're doing. It's it's awesome stuff. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening to the IMT show with Mike Sims. The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The IMT show is an opinion show and not to be taken as serious personal, legal, tax or financial advice. It is meant as entertainment only. IMT show, Maseroff for Mike Sims is not responsible for ad content. For more information on show schedules and content visit www.maseroff.net slash IMT.